Welcome to Fold in the Cheese, the recipe for fantasy football success. We are your hosts, two average dudes, watched a lot of football, played a lot of fantasy football, and our wives told us to get real jobs. And uh, we said pass. We'd much rather talk about football instead, so here we are. Uh, this is a podcast for those who are just starting in the fantasy football. We want to bring some knowledge to help you get started. We'll be here along with you on the whole journey throughout the season, checking in, checking in with players and seeing who we should sit, who we should start, all that fun stuff. And for those who are a little more advanced, don't worry, we got some stuff for you too. Yeah, so if you're a casual fantasy player and you're tired of not winning, we're going to change that for you. If you never played before and you feel like, hey, I think I'd like to play this and I think I'd like to win my first time through, we're here for you too. Let's make this happen. Get some W's. Let's get it. Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It's K Troll on the mic today on this Thursday, getting ready for week 14 of the NFL. We got some DFS picks today, sports book, pigskin pick 'em. And I'm joined as always by Cousin Eddie to my Clark Griswold. An asshole in his bathrobe, emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. Shitter was full. Ah, yeah. You checked our shitters, honey? Ethan Gelfand. E, what's up? How's it going, man? Just know I'm coming for every major holiday, any just kind of major life event. That's just always when I show up. So just be prepared. You can take that RV with you when you leave here next month. Oh, yeah. As long as, uh, you know, the shit is not full, I'm I'm bringing it with me. (laughs) (laughs) So we decided yesterday we were talking about this and uh, probably missed the boat on last week's trivia, but we're going to. I know we didn't because Matrix was great. So I loved it. Matrix is a Christmas movie. So we're going to do. Kind of like people argue Die Hard for different reasons. It is a Christmas um, movie, Die Hard. I know, Die Hard is. I get it. Thank okay, you. but we're going to do Christmas movies for the next three trivias. And uh, I was up first here. I've been watching this movie since I was probably way too young to really watch it, like six <laughs> or seven. Way too young yeah. for appropriateness. Yeah, very inappropriate at the time. But this is something like my family used to get together on Thanksgiving and still do. This is the same what we did this year. My whole extended family gets together on Thanksgiving. And there's like, tw- you know, this year there were 28 of us. At the time, they're probably, you know, 18, something, 16, 18 people. And we would watch it all together every year. Wow. So I've I've seen this movie 25 times, probably, maybe 30. That's impressive. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So a lot of of quotes going around in this family all the time about various liners from this movie. I was going to say, so you have a lot of people watching the movie at the same time. Are you that family who will say the line either right before it or as it's going on? Is that you guys or no? No, the, the tradition is you're watching complete silence, soak it all in. So what's yeah? I it's hard to remember fully, but I'm certain knowing this family, there was plenty of talking throughout the movie. Okay, <laughs> no, no chance we were sitting there in silence watching and laughing. Yeah, no uh-huh. way, no way, no way, no way. There's probably a lot of quotes that people are like, oh. Right, uh, save the neck for me. You know, like, yep. Like thirty minutes before it comes on, kind of thing. You know, Note to self changing yeah. trivia question. Oh, right. okay. <laughs> uh, okay, but when you're watching a movie, do you get annoyed when people like it's for someone who's seen the movie before you or has seen it multiple times? Do you get annoyed when that person will say the line like literally a split second beforehand? I was like, dude, just just let me just let me hear it, or you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay so if i haven't seen it and someone else has and they're gonna try and say a line right before the person says it yeah i'm gonna punch him in the throat like that okay, would drive fair. me crazy real punch <laughs> if they want to try and time it with them at the same time i'm annoyed because i'm like you don't have to flex on me about how you've seen this before <laughs> like cool real cool that you've seen this before yes um and if they're like oh, i think what's probably more common is they're like oh my god oh my god wait for this wait for this wait for this see 
you know, where I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm okay with that. Cause I'm like, okay, I don't know. Like, See, I, I kind of take, I, guess, but I, I might know. disagree with you on the, Oh my God. Oh my God. Get, get ready for this. Cause one thing sometimes with comedy, it's comedic timing. And if someone says like, Oh, something's coming up. It's like, dude, like sometimes it's all about the, the presentation and just like the whole, the shock factor. So I would get more pissed if someone's like, Oh dude, dude, dude no, really watch. Oh, because I wasn't really watching before. Right, let me right. let me pull my eyes open more <laughs> so I can really watch. That's uh, true, especially if a comedy like if something random comes out where it's like it's funny in part because it's random, right? Exactly. Like wow, that uh, came out of absolutely nowhere. Like Judd Apatow movies, just the quick witted yes. dialogue, like when yes. they're just playing video games, just riffing on each other. It's like, dude, yeah. dude no, no, really watch that. It's like they're just no, having a hilarious yeah, yeah. conversation. Let it go. You framed a, you framed a poster of Asia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You macro made a pair of jean shorts. <laughs> I'm going to throw you in my DeLorean and gun it to 88. Even though that's bumper, uh, knocked out. You have, but yeah. you have a bumper sticker that says, I love it when balls are in my face. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great that. movie. That's, that's a great quote. those as Christmas movies as well. Or your uh, old virgin. Uh, for, okay, for but so if you've both seen the movie and someone says a quote, then you're cool with it. Right. Cause like, yeah, I knew that too, but yeah, it's cool. Just kind of going back and forth that, that sure. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. No, no problems there. Cause yes, this is an incredibly quotable movie. Um, and also it's just so many, uh, what's the word? Just scenes that are just kind of burned into your memory. Like I just picture him going to get the Christmas tree. It's like, did anyone bring the thaw? Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. The <laughs> yeah. yeah audrey's like totally frozen uh yeah and i think that's honestly because we've seen it so many times and, and maybe it's been a while since i've seen a movie like for the third time that someone else has seen for second or third time because yeah. like jamie doesn't she doesn't want to rewatch movies that often ever there are tradition movies that she would definitely watch okay but i've got like all these dvds i love popping in like an anchorman or something like i've seen that 20 times at this point, but like something like that, where I love popping in a movie with just killing time that I've seen before that I know I love. She's like, I've already seen it. And I'm like, like, that's not the point, Yeah, but that's not the point. Like, it's still a great movie, you know? Right. So like, it's not that often that I get to like the second or third time through. So when I talk about this movie, you've seen it so many times. <laughs> you're not usually quoting like right before they say it, because like everyone knows that every person knows every line true in this movie, you know? So it's not like you're not really, it's like a, I guess it's sort of like a gamesmanship kind of thing, you know, when you're watching a movie and you want to, you want to kind of show that you know the quote or whatever, or you just want to laugh along with it or something. Or like, like the lesser, or like the lesser known quotes. Like, haha, sure. you, you, you don't remember that no, one. You, you didn't know I knew that one. Huh? <laughs> steel trap up here. It's a steel trap. So your wife must hate TBS on Christmas Day. Uh, well, we don't watch live TV anymore. And <laughs> that's um, true. Great point. She would, she would have hated TBS. No, the thing about Christmas though is Christmas movies are traditional. So and does so that count in your wife's eyes? Watch, like she would watch yes. a 24 hours of a Christmas story. Um, maybe. <laughs> 24 hours straight. That's the rule. Maybe, <laughs> maybe so she would, she would watch that. She would watch a uh, Christmas vacation um, every year. If she want, like if she were there, like, of course she'd watch it. Uh, we watch love actually every, every year as well. Oh, so that's that'll be coming up okay. in a couple weeks. So yes, we'll get to spoiler. that. But um, so yeah, there, there are, certain movies in certain instances where she wants like from a nostalgia standpoint, she wants, she wants sure. to watch like home alone or something like she wants to watch some of these movies that she's traditionally watched. And then, okay. but then there are a lot of other ones. Like it's usually, it's usually the comedies that I, I can't get enough of. Like if I wanted to be like, I'm going to watch 40 year old version again. She's like, no pass. I've seen it. Like she's already seen it probably three times. I'd be like, I've seen it like 
20 times. <laughs> See, and this is why she and Kirsten need to make their own podcasts of them trying to explain movies and their plots because they've only I, seen them once. My wife's memory is terrible, so it's spectacular. I'd pay good money to hear Kirsten explain a plot of any movie just in general because have, she's just so entertaining. And I think, I don't know if we talked about this on air or off, but uh, the movie Tenet, have you seen that movie yet? Uh, no. Because you're, you're a Nolan guy, so I know you like his stuff. Yeah. One of the most confusing movies I have ever seen and she fell asleep like after 30 minutes. So that, <laughs> so if she actually watched it, I would have loved to hear her explain it. <laughs> well, it's, it's not even like, it, and she's, she's hilarious and stuff where she's trying to like, even think about like, like categories or like games like that. With, like, catch, <laughs> remember catchphrase we played catch with? Like, she's, she's amazing, amazing entertainment in those kinds of games where she's like, Oh, the, the moon. What did she say? The sun at night. When she's the talking about the moon. One <laughs> like the, I, I'm sort of following you and I'm going to say the moon, but like that is a terrible clue. Because <laughs> that's the thing. She'll get you there because in her mind, get you there. she's so quick because in her mind, she's gotten a hundred steps, but yeah. it's oh, getting yeah. you to those hundred steps. But in her yeah. mind, she's quick like that. So, yeah. Oh, she's yeah. She's very quick and she's very good at that stuff. But it's just so funny. The random stuff that comes out of her mouth when, when she's trying those games. I'll never forget the sun at night. I mean, that is technically accurate. The moon, I, I guess, would be yeah. considered. The sun. The moon. Yeah, the moon is not the sun, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> it does hang in the sky at night, like the sun hangs in the sky during the day. Uh, it was funny. Good times. Yes. Oh yes. Well, um, anyway, I could talk about that probably the entire episode, but we got to get to some football news and all the sports stuff that we have involved. Um, there's a bunch of. This is going to be a weird week because there's a bunch of players yeah, who are kind of coming down to the wire. Yeah, yeah, it's annoying. I've got four or five questionable guys on my team. I'm looking at other teams. Everybody's got a couple and they're all like game time decision, game time decision. Yeah. I mean, and you and I are talking about that's why I've just made some last minute uh, ads to my team in hopes that maybe they're going to be the last man standing on that squad. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah. So we'll talk about those in just a second because I want to hear what moves you've made. But um, the first thing I wanted to mention is this Keenan Allen situation in Los Angeles. So he is vaccinated and tested positive for COVID. That has happened several times this year. Usually the player does not play that week. So I'm expecting that Keenan Allen's not going to be able to play. Now he, he has time technically to have negative tests return 24 hours apart before the game kicks off, but we just haven't seen that that often. And right. so I don't, I don't expect that to happen. I'm hoping On, it doesn't because towel has him. So that'd I know be great. you're playing against him, right? On the that'd flip side, great. Mike Williams has now been placed on the COVID close contact list. So he is not <laughs> probably yet because of Keenan Allen. <laughs> he was close contact to Keenan Allen. Now, Mike Williams, I think is not vaccinated. Oh, he's so, toast. He's not toast because he hasn't tested positive yet. True, yet. But if he does, in fact, get COVID, he's out 10 days. So, I mean, he could miss two weeks because of this thing if he ends mm-hmm. up getting it. He could miss no time if he, he has to wait five days from the from the contact list. This is all very complicated. If you've been around a guy, you're in the close contact, you have to wait five days. So, if he waits five days and doesn't test positive any of those days, he can play on Sunday. You got to keep an eye on that. Like you, you oh, won't yeah. know until Sunday. Like he it's won't, a weird he time. It's such a weird time this that you got to like, yeah. look at health factors. Not not like knees or shoulders. No, we're talking about diseases. So and there's a bunch. There's a bunch of COVID folks yeah. this week that have been popping up. So I mean, a lot of big names have been hit with COVID this year. Devontae Adams, obviously, our boy Aaron Rodgers. So it's interesting. For sure. So we're not going to know Mike Williams. He can't even practice this week. He's got to be out of the building until at least Saturday, I think. So we won't, we won't know until probably Sunday. If he's gonna play, Keenan Allen, talk, same thing. We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice, man. Not the game I love. 
So we got Taysom Hill. Uh, looks like he's going to play. He's got mallet finger. I never got a chance to riff on this. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's Russell, right. When Russell Wilson had a mallet finger, <laughs> I had this in college one time, all right? <laughs> and it's actually kind of a funny story. I will give it very quickly. So we were playing flag football, and I was always QB at flag yep. football. QB won. Um, but I sometimes I didn't play defense. You know, I just didn't want to run around out there. <laughs> um, so we were playing against this team, and we were actually winning, which happened sometimes. We were we were like decent at football. We were we were yeah we were middle of the ground. We were pretty good. And um, the same guy on our team who's in our league, whose name coincidentally is Cheese, and we love him dearly. <laughs> we do. Cheese was getting smoked on every play, and it was the same pattern every time. And we're at the end of the game, and it's the last possession basically. And so we're up. It's something like we're up by less than a touchdown. Like if they just scored, they would have won. And so I'm sitting here on the sideline watching and I'm just like, geez, he's doing the same route, the same route. It's like a crossing pattern, like the entire game, like same route. You just keep smoking him and he can't ever guard this dude. And he's getting his flags eventually, whatever. Um, but the guy is smoking him and their other quarterback was, was decent too. So I was like, screw it. I'm going, I'm going in. in. Like, all right. All right. Cheese, get, get off here. I know exactly what this guy's going to do. I'm watching the quarterback. He's only looking at this kid the entire time. Right. Cause he's I'm open. just going to go in. I'm just going to shut him down. So, two-way player, Kemp. Two-way player comes in. I immediately shut this kid down, right? Like there multiple plays in a row. Just like, nah, not going to happen. I bet you jammed him at the line too, didn't you? You're probably just getting all up in his face. Absolutely. Yeah. I had speed. I just didn't like playing. I didn't I like didn't running. Like it. Playing didn't like I didn't like it. Yeah, it. no. I was much faster than Cheese, who he was all heart. And you got to appreciate that. But Daily anyway, fun fact about Cheese now, he runs marathons, which is crazy to think. If you knew this guy in college, he did not run marathons. He did not run marathons <laughs> in college. But anyway, it's the last play of the game. The, and the ref says, like, you have 10 seconds left, basically. So last play yeah. of the game. Kid runs the same route. They throw it to him over the middle. The second he catches it, I grab his entire shorts. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not letting him. I don't, I don't care if I get his shorts, flags, shirt, whatever it is. I grabbed his entire clothing and basically threw him on the ground. But as he was running, because he's running full speed kind yeah. of past me, right? As he's doing that, my finger gets kind of hooked in his short pockets oh, as, I'm grabbing, no. as I'm grabbing him and his flags. Of course, I got him down, just to be clear, won yep. the game. Won the but game. had no idea my finger was broken. Tip of my finger was broken at the time. Oh, God. Uh, and so I'm like walking off the field. I can't feel it because it's just like a little bit of adrenaline. I know it's right, that shock at the whatever, but it's a little bit yep. of adrenaline, right? And we're walking, we're walking back and someone notices. They're like, dude, your finger is like sideways. And I was like, huh? I looked down and like, sure enough, it's like dislocated. It's the top point Just the of top my finger. part. Just the very top knuckle Jeez. is dislocated and sideways. And so it's really weird. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's like, I better get that checked. I can't feel it at all. I was like, I better get that checked out. So I go and get an x-ray or whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is actually the most common flag football injury. Because as people are running past you and you're reaching, a lot of fingers get hooked in like a pocket or somewhere. And I'm not supposed to wear shorts with pockets, though, man. So that's a bad on him. Maybe it, you know what? I should have sued. I didn't know that. <laughs> you probably, yeah. So they run past you, you grab a hold of something, and they right. just dislocate your finger. Anyway, ugh. I had to wear a splint. It was more like Russell Wilson's, where I was out with a splint on for weeks. You know, obviously he was like four weeks. Mine would have been like three months, probably. <laughs> I, wore a splint. I don't think I ever wore it like half the time. So my finger never right. fully healed the right way. <laughs> but uh, it's anyway. still at 90 degrees right now as he holds it, up his hand. <laughs> there's, a, there's like a bump in there. I don't know. I, I don't think it ever really healed right. I'm not sure. Anyway. So see, you're up there with the all-time greats, Ryan Mallett, Russell Wilson. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not Ryan. I know. I just wanted to have a Ryan Mallett reference in there. It's like, when's that guy going to get talked about again? Ryan Mallett finger. Ryan Mallett, <laughs> Mallett finger. Former uh, Patriot yeah. and Texan great. Yeah. Tallest quarterback ever. Anyway, uh, the, all that is to say... Um, 
It is Taysom broken. Hill. And Taysom Hill is a broken. <laughs> it's on his throwing hand too. So I mean, he's got a broken finger. You saw him wear a splint on the top of his hand um, during the game. Mine was actually underneath. I think it's supposed to be set underneath, technically. But I think they can. They, they must be able to splint it either way. You can't move it. Like, you can't bend it, right? So that's going to hurt your ability to grip for sure. Um, I don't know how well he's going to do. They say he's going to play, but it could affect accuracy for sure. I think the Jets want that anyway after him throwing four picks. So, you know, maybe that's yeah, a good thing for the Jets. No doubt. The Jets are asking if he can throw his other hand and maybe try and even the playing field a little bit. Yeah. So keep it on him. Um, I'm going to speed through these other ones because that story was worthless. Elijah Mitchell, uh, Jeff it. Wilson, worth <laughs> Trey, it. Trey Sermon, the 49ers backfield is in disarray. So Elijah Once Mitchell again. is in concussion protocol. Uh, he didn't have symptoms until Monday. They checked him on Sunday. He got back in the game. He had symptoms Monday. Um, he's also got a knee issue he's dealing with. Jeff Wilson had a flare-up of his knee injury during the game last week in Seattle. Trey Sermon is on IR. He's done, pretty much done for the year. I think he might be done for the year. Um, so you're looking at potentially Jermichael Hasty uh, as a fill-in there. I would keep an eye on him, but you're going to have to check the status updates the other two running backs, Jeff Wilson and Elijah Mitchell, before you know for sure who's actually going to start. Well, actually, their stud running back is out or questionable as well, Debo. Debo, their real stud running back, also questionable. So, like, who knows who's going to get handoffs in that backfield? But if it's Jermichael Hasty by himself, he's a great pickup this week. We got uh, Mark Ingram on the COVID list. Uh, looks like Kamara is going to play tonight from everything I've seen. He's been practicing more, should return tonight. That's really good news for the Saints. Yeah, they need that. We've got uh, Debo with a groin issue. Kyle Shanahan says he's hopeful he's going to return this week. I really don't think it's going to happen. I would expect him back next week. But then again, if they have no running backs, like they might try and emergency ish. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, Tony Pollard kind of, this kind of popped up. We don't know what's going on here. He's got a, a, a knee, I think it was, or something in his leg. Um, he was focused, quote, focused on resistance work with the training staff. You always, <laughs> want, to hear, you always want to hear that. Just focusing on not contact, not getting reps. I'm just focusing on my resistance work. Get, give me those bands. It's good. Yeah, okay. get the bands. So resistance work makes you think of like a muscle injury. So maybe it's a quad or a, a, a hammy. Um, anyway, keep an eye on him too. Which could be, I was going to say, which could be kind of a bummer for Pollard owners because he's looking better of the two in that backfield with um, with Zeke struggling. I mean, you saw it last week. Tony Pollard got kind of more reps. I was getting more yards. So that would be kind of a bad, bad look for him just getting a little setback when he could have been starting to take over more of a workload. But who knows? So the latest update that I saw on Pollard, I just checked again, is now they're saying foot injury. So again, I'm not sure Jeez. where resistance work has to do with all that. Lower but- body. Lower lower leg, as they say in <laughs> hockey. Lower extremity. Uh, he's got a foot injury. So Zeke has got this knee issue. He's been playing anyway. They said, you're going to have to drag me off the field. So I guess Zeke's just going to play through it. Um, then he said he's not fully healthy for another three weeks, which I'm like, just, if you know that's a time. Just table, don't just, listen to player speak. It just up, it doesn't make sense. Hang him up. Anyway, uh, and Justin Fields is going to start again for Chicago hey, this week. That'll be exciting. Right. Or do it bet. We'll see Very what happens exciting. here. The, uh, the door is tightening again uh, by like three points last week. Yeah, it just keeps making its way. <laughs> closer and closer. Uh, okay, so DFS last week. We had a nail biter. This Man. thing was wild. We had a lot of similar players. We had three similar players. Three but similar. The guys that we deviated on had like the exact same performances too. It really did. So this thing ended up 162.92 to 162.02. It was a point nine points victory point for nine. your boy, K-Troll, in the house. Wah, wah. 
not. I was banking on the Denver defense there at the end. Yeah, he's texting me. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> and he, his Denver defense got him four points when my defense got me one. So They dropped down to three at one point, and I was losing by point one. And yeah. I was like, what happened? Like they, they gave up like a field goal. Got a field like, goal. Put him in that, three points? In that next bracket. <laughs> oh, my God. So I was down to 151.92, and I was like, I'm going to lose by .1. I'm going to lose my mind. You would, you would have lost and your mind, I too. I guess they got another sack or something. So I still want to put an asterisk that I I accidentally submitted the wrong Jay Williams. So just <laughs> yeah, saying. that's right. Yeah. I just put the wrong so, No, but I had Kittle. Remember, I had, I had Kittle. Oh, right. They, instead they put of in uh, Foster Moreau. Instead. Foster Moreau. <laughs> yeah. I clicked on Kittle. I don't know why Foster Moreau uh, went in there. Yeah, the money will end up, uh, too. Anyway, um, so we're now eight eight to five in the weekly totals, which leaves the door open for me at least. I'll take a W, even though it doesn't help me in the catching up at points. I'm still down over 100 points or close to 100 points in but, the season long. Yeah, you points. could go on the last game winning streak and you know finish the season on top because now with 17 weeks, man, you could be That's nine right. and eight. So, man, That's I right. just give me one more win. I need one more. Come on. You need one just, more win to win the weekly totals. Let's get it. Sportsbook last week, two and two. Indy minus eight and a half was a winner over Houston. They curb stomped them. Cincinnati and the Chargers was over 50 and a half. That was also a winner. Um, they blew that out of the water. Parlay was blown by the stupid Vikings. By those lions. lions. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Who would have uh, thought a parlay lost because of the Lions? I mean, you, uh, someone was saying, like, you knew it would happen at some point. But, yeah. I mean, come on, Vikings. And then um, Sam Fran ended up losing at Seattle. I had Sam Fran minus three and a half. I think we thought it, we knew it'd be kind of a close game, but right. I didn't see them losing yet. I think Seattle was one I was going to pick against until I saw something from them. You know? uh, but real quick, talking about the Lions, uh, not the Lions, about the Vikings, uh, we forgot to mention in the injury update, it looks as though Dalvin Cook is going to play tonight. They said he is ready to go. He's going to put in the starting lineup. So He's that, not going to play. They said he's he's a full go, which uh, kind of I'm nervous about because I I have him and Madison now, so I don't know. Right now, I put in Cook, but it's making me a little nervous. Dude, I don't think so. I just don't think so. I think he's he's practiced. It, he's limited practiced, which means he is not as hurt as we thought he was. But he's still questionable for tonight. He's still he's still listed as questionable, but he is. Yeah, Dalvin Cook makes yeah on main headline. Cook makes quick return to play in Thursday night. Yeah, ESPN saying he's considered likely to play. I mean, dude. He's gonna get hurt. He's gonna get hurt, <laughs> right? Like he's gonna get hurt. I, I feel pretty certain about that. You got to play two him. reasons. There are two reasons why he's gonna get hurt. One, it's coming back quick from the injury, and two, he's on my team, so we know he's gonna get hurt. And three, he's just Dalvin Cook. He gets hurt every game anyway. Yes. So that too. God, that means so you, that means unfortunately that means you have to start him instead exactly. of Madison. And I'm gonna get off a quarter out of him. It, yeah, on the off chance he makes it to the whole game, I would be damn tempted. I've got him in a league. I am damn tempted to start Madison anyway. I mean, I'm just like, there's, I just, there's no way he makes it through a whole game with a much rather, shoulder. I would much rather them ruled him out just so I could confidently start Madison. But now Ugh. I have to tentatively and hold my breath starting Dalvin Cook instead, which this sucks. is an important week too, right? Oh, no I mean, crap. Can't afford, I can't, can't afford, afford this, Dalvin. Don't do I'm in this the same to me. boat as you in another league, the league that I have him in. I'm in the same boat as you where I have both of them, but I need this win badly. And Ugh. I'm seriously going to be thinking about this all day. And, yeah. I don't know. Don't do this to us. Okay. Moving on, Dalvin Cook. Moving on. Let's get a do it update. Do it. Do it. Do it. Let's do it. Why don't you go over uh, our do it bet from last week? Because I know everyone was curious to know about our kicker defense matchup. 
Dude, this was actually legitly a, a really good matchup. <laughs> all right? We know this how to pick kickers close. in defense. We know how to pick kickers in defense, turns out. So you took uh, Tampa Bay's defense and Daniel Carlson of the Las Vegas Raiders. You got um, ten point, or 11 points from Tampa's defense, 11 points from Carlson to net Woo-hoo! 22 points. Really good week for, Feeling for good. a combined score. Yeah. I took the Rams defense and Matt Gay, so I went all Rams. They're taking on the Jags. Rams defense got 10 points, so that was also Woo-hoo! a good week. Matt Gay, 15 points. 15 points, points. yeah. Huge week for a kicker. kicker I ended up getting week. 25. You had 22. That was a hell of a matchup. That was great, man. Hey, I had no problem with that. That was a good one. That was good. That was really good. So, another <laughs> so there we go. He got the weekly one. All right, so now looking at our season do at bet board. Uh, I've already conceded the first running back matchup since Chris Carson is out for the year and David Montgomery is back and playing pretty well. Uh, so once again, we replaced it with our starting running backs, which I am officially conceding to you, Kemp, uh, with <laughs> Simba, Jonathan Taylor, Thomas. Uh, you know, he's just been ungodly. And obviously I have Dalvin Cook, who is just he's going to uh, play tonight. It's Humpty Dumpty going to fall to pieces again. He's playing. Hey, he's playing this week. Then, uh, oh, that's right. This week doesn't count. What's this week doesn't count because Taylor's on by. Oh, we yeah, said that's right. We said count. it wouldn't count. <laughs> so anyway, I'm conceding. Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas is almost up. Shoot, let's do the math. He's up by 87 points. So, Thanks. yep, I'm conceding officially both running back positions. So congratulations to you. You win both oh, running backs on our season win. do it bet board. Uh, but now going to the ones that are still live, we have the Justin Fields, Andy Dalton mashup. They got last week, Dalton got you 15.7 points. And uh, my man, Matty Ice, clawing his way back up, got 13.08. So <laughs> the season totals for the Chicago back, uh, quarterbacks are 160 to Matt Ryan's 198. The, the it, it is closing, man. The gap is closing. Yeah, it's closing. Watch out. Got four weeks left. It is going to be down to the wire, unfortunately. Fields is back. <laughs> We're going to see what happens. I would expect less passing touchdowns, but more rushing yards. We'll see. We'll see, man. Matty Ice, just keep doing your thing. Just keep clawing your way back up. You're, you're on an upward trend, which is good. Matty Ice. Uh, All right, back to the wide receiver matchups. CeeDee Lamb had himself a good little day. Uh, Didn't get a touchdown, but still had a good amount of receptions and yards. Got you 19 points. But Chris Godwin, man, he went off. He had a great week. Uh, So he got 15 catches. Yeah, 15 catches is good for you. So he got 31 points this past week. So um, that that extended Godwin's lead. Actually, it's it's up to a hefty 30. Um, Yeah. But if anything has shown us between these two guys, that can change in a heartbeat. I mean, I'm looking at week six. C.D. Lamb had 37 points. Chris Godwin only had nine. Boom, there's your there's your gap right there. So that's yeah. that's still anybody's game, uh, which is fun to see. So there's there's do it board, man. Dang. Well, that's been a really good one all season long. Glad we did that one. And uh, both studs, which is great. Yeah. All right, picks and pick them. I had 10 points again last week. You also had 10 points last week. Great job for you. Bouncing back from that Needed week. That from my five. Struggling. <laughs> uh, Leslie took nine, so I'm now at a three-game lead over her, and I've still got my five-game lead over you. I'm chipping away at Leslie, though. I'm just going to try and just pass here. Just little baby steps. Just got to get up there. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the line. One at a time. You put that target on the person in front of you and yep. just knock them out and then move the target to the next guy. That's what I'm going for. So let's let's jump on here and make some bets, uh, make some picks for today. What do you say? I like it. I like it. So uh, the first matchup we already talked about a little bit because the Vikings, they are going up against the Steelers in Minnesota. You going with a cookster? Golly. Um, Thankfully for the real NFL team, you don't really care if Cook gets hurt because Madison's a suitable backup. So you don't have to worry about who's in your lineups there. 
I am going to go with Minnesota at home on this one. Uh, home field probably being the differentiator here. If they were in Pittsburgh, I might have a different answer. These teams both play a lot of close games. Mm-hmm. I would expect this one to be close as well. Um, but I think I think um, Justin Jefferson is going to be the X factor here. I like it. Yeah, with Thalen out, it's going to be all Justin Jefferson. Uh, so yeah, I too am going Minnesota at home. Pittsburgh, I mean, I know they beat the Ravens last week, but man, they just, you cannot... They have no consistency. They're not scoring. They only got 20 points last week. So Minnesota has a chance to put a lot of points up on the board. I know they lost to the, the Lions last week to even their first win, but they can still score in bunches. So I'm going bikes. They got to bounce back from that Lions loss too. Yeah. All right. We have a repeat matchup. We had the we had the Ravens and Browns, and then they both had a bye. And then you have the Ravens and Browns again. I've never seen anything like this, but it's kind of funny. So we've got the Ravens traveling to Cleveland this week. Who do you like here? I'm going to go against the grain here. I know the Browns have kind of struggled. Obviously, they're six and six on the year, um, but I just kind of want the Ravens have not looked great. They they lost you know, a squeaker to the Steelers. Lamar, is, there is something up with him having thrown how many interceptions in his past couple games? Four against the Browns last time when the Browns should have won. And then they threw three against the Steelers, I think, or something like that, or two. So anyway, uh, I'm going kind of with an upset special here, going with Cleveland at home, even though I, I did have my mantra of never bet go against the Ravens because they always screw me over. So come on, Cleveland, just just don't prove me wrong here. Miles Garrett is a beast, man. I'm sorry. I love Miles Garrett. So. He's a beast. Uh, Ravens are still eight and four. I mean, they're still, yeah. they're still control their own destiny. Um, there's this narrative that the league has figured out if you just corner blitz the shit out of Lamar, that's how, <laughs> that's how you get him kind of off of his spot, you know? Yeah. He's been throwing picks and all that. And so I expect Cleveland to do more of that this game. I think Lamar will not throw four picks. I think he'll look better this week, but I'm still going to go with Cleveland at home uh, for all the reasons you mentioned, Damn. which is uh, that defense is, is doing well. They're getting healthier on offense. Um, it's, this will be another slugfest, I expect. I was really hoping you were going to pick Baltimore. I need to make up ground here, Kemp. Damn you. All Let's right. take the Jags in this next one. <laughs> I was going to say, important divisional matchup for you. Your Titans, you know, they need a win here. So they're, they're playing at home against the Jaguars. You going, uh, tighten, you're tightening up? I am tightening up on this one. The Titans are coming out of the bye. They've got Julio, should be back, ready to play this week. Don't know what we'll see out of him, but uh, I think Vrabel will have these guys pretty locked in and saying, hey, we have to win a game like this, especially these AFC games in particular and in our, in our division. Titans should be able to cruise on this one. Yeah, I mean, this is an important game for the Titans just to kind of get back in the win column and back in the AFC bye race. Uh, my Patriots have taken the lead in that category, so they need to make up some ground, and this is a perfect time to do it out of the bye against the lowly Jags. So, Titans. Toy. Yep. All right, we got AFC West rivals here. We got the Raiders traveling to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs for a rematch. What do you like? I like the Chiefs, man. There are... Uh, what they've won their last five i want to say they're on a hot streak i mean again they're not blowing people out like the chiefs of old that we've seen in the past couple years but they're winning and they're they're putting up a good amount of numbers mahomes is settling back in raiders are so up and down they have a great week against the cowboys granted that was a a shorthanded cowboys team on offense and then throw a a stinker last week so i'm just going with the hotter hand of the chiefs at home as we always say the vaunted arrowhead stadium uh so i'm I'm going kc yeah i think kansas city uh, offense is starting to get into gear, which is, of course, that scary offense where we've all used to seeing the last several years. Inconsistency from the Raiders. Um, Kenyon Drake, Drake is now out for the season, right. so more of an emphasis on Josh Jacobs. They don't have a great pass-catching running back to replace him with. Jalen Richard is not that guy, and I don't even know if he's healthy, honestly. I'm going with the Chiefs in this one as well. They did curb stomp the Raiders last time they played. I don't think it would be that bad, that lopsided, but I'm going Chiefs. Okay. All right, next we're going with the uh, AFC-NFC matchup with the Saints traveling to the Jets. Who you got? 
this is weirdly a little tough to pick, honestly. Right? It um, was yeah. for me too. <laughs> Truthfully, the mallet finger plays some plays a part in this because I don't know how I don't know how erratic Taysom Hill's throwing is going to be today. Uh, I think it will impact his throws. Now they could they could drop Simeon in there if he if he's really off. My boy, they could use him, they could use him only to run the ball. Uh, but gripping the ball will be tough with a splint on your hand too. Uh, the Jets have shown a little more fight recently. They've looked a little bit better. Zach Wilson has started to maybe look like an NFL quarterback. I'm I'm going to take the Saints because the Jets are just so bad, but I don't feel great about it. I got to tell you. Well, as I said, I've been trying to make up ground to you, Kemp. So this was another one of my upset specials. I'm going to go with only two back interceptions in this game for Zach Wilson. So <laughs> I think it's going to offset with Taysom Hill's three mallet finger interceptions. So It really could. I mean, the only thing that kind of worries me, well, not the only thing, but Corey Davis is out, but I'm just hoping that Elijah Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell, uh, more, yeah, (laughs) I'm going Elijah Mitchell, the freaking Niners, man, Elijah Moore uh, really steps up, you know, he's shown that the potential that everyone thought he could have. And I'm really hoping this is a game he really showcases it with Zach Wilson is the key. So upset special, man, pains me to do it since I hate New York and the Jets, but going with them. I think it could happen for for sure. Camara coming back is huge for the Saints, but um, yeah, that could definitely happen. How about Dallas taking on Washington for the first time this season at Washington? Which is crazy that it's this late in the year and they're playing them for the first time. Yeah. But I guess the same thing was the Patriots-Bills last week. Uh, yeah. Who would have thought Washington is on one of the hotter streaks in the NFL, having one of their last four? The Cowboys, row, yeah. Cowboys have not looked great. Um, but I have a feeling they're going to – this is – they're going to come back to form. I'm going to take them on the road uh, just because, you know, Washington, they're finding a way to win, which is great. They're playing scrappy. They're, they're doing the, the plays they need to. But I just think Dallas is going to be a little too explosive on offense and has the potential on defense to really shut you down. And Nathan Favre might just be a little too erratic and could be on Tavon Island here. Uh, too important of a game for the Cowboys. That I think. too. Very Their defense is starting to play a lot better. So is Washington's. So this could be a sneaky under pick, um, even though these are both offenses that can score. Dallas has been a team that's been kind of like the Chiefs, where you just wanted to see it all come together all yep. season. But theirs has been more health-related, I think, than Kansas True. City, which has been more scheme-related. So Dallas needs to get healthy. It was Tyron Smith early in the season, a very important left tackle. You've got Zeke banged up. You've had Cooper out. You've had CD out with concussion. Gallup was out several games to start the season. Like they just haven't gotten their whole crew together and healthy and humming yet since that Tampa game, I'd say. And that game showed you what they're capable of, you know? Right. And who'd have thought that Dak would be the one to stay the most healthy, right? (laughs) After coming off that major catastrophic injury. Sure. Sure. So I'm going to take Dallas as well, but um, this is an important game. I want to see. I'm really curious to see what happens in this one. Nice. All right, next, uh, we got a battle of five and seven teams of the Atlanta Falcons traveling to Carolina. And Cam, you going You going with Superman? Man, I don't like this matchup at all. Um, I don't like either of these teams, really. I am going to go with Carolina at home because of their defense and expect that that's going to be the difference maker. Again, we've talked about this, but of the four units, that's the one I trust the most. But, yep. I mean, I, the Carolina offense was so bad the last so time they bad. played. You know, last, last time out. Cam got benched, right? I mean, they were not good. So I was going to say, PJ Walker sighting this week? I don't, I hope not. Gosh. <laughs> well, you know who I'm going with. I'm back on my Atlanta Falcons train. Uh, Falcons, I think rise is, up. Rise up, Falcons. I, I feel like this is a great right for them game, man. I mean, Panthers, and this is what's sad. If you listen to the pod, if you go back in our archives in the earlier season of the podcast, I was a big Matt Rule guy. And man, I saw some articles calling for his head, which sucks. 
But well, anyway, they cut Joe Brady recently. They did cut Joe Brady. Uh, so anyway, Matt Ryan, he's on the upward trend, man. As you can see from our do it bet, he's just gonna he's gonna have a blowout game. He's gonna just be throwing it all day to Kyle Pitts. Um, so I'm I'm going with the Falcons just because Panthers, man, have just not looked good. Uh, Cam obviously had that great first return, but man, he looked bad this last game, and he's fighting for a job not only this season but for his career. But I just I just don't see it necessarily. And I think the Falcons can squeak by. You know who's gonna body up Kyle Pitts this week? <laughs> don't, say Gilmore. Gilmore. <laughs> don't say Gilmore. Don't say Gilmore. Yep. At least he's not Marshawn yeah. Lattimore, your boy. He's, he's going to be on Gilmore Island. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's not – I don't know. I wouldn't start Kyle Pitts this week. I'll just say that. Russell Gage may have a sneaky good week. He's been good a couple weeks in a row. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens there. Matt Ryan's just going to throw it to himself. It's fine. He can do it all. He can do it all. He's so athletic. Yes. Um, how about Seattle traveling to Houston in another – get right game here. What do you think about this one? It's Seattle. I mean, Houston has two wins, two wins they shouldn't have. Um, so it's Seattle's playing better, definitely better enough to beat the Texans, even if it is on the road. So I'm, I'm going Seattle. Yeah, I think they're, they're getting better each week uh, as Russell is getting healthier each week. Um, this is a smash spot for him. I think he could go oh, nuts yeah. on this one and um, they don't have a running game and Adrian Peterson <laughs> might fall into the end zone anyway, but I'm going to go Seahawks here as well. I think I saw some crazy stat that I don't know if he's the first, but Adrian Peterson has scored a rushing touchdown for has he played for four or five teams now, but regardless, he's like the first running back to do that. Which, five teams. Yeah. So yeah. he scored a rushing touchdown for five teams, which is I think the first time in NFL history, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Fun stat. Minnesota, Washington, Detroit, Tennessee, and Seattle. Yeah. There you go. Five. <clears throat> Boom. Well, speaking of Detroit, they're uh, traveling to Denver, man, riding off that huge win. What's going to happen? Riding high. A mile high. Mile high. I'm going to go Detroit in the upset. No, I'm not. Oh, I'm come on. I'm, uh, it was, listen, there's probably a lot of momentum and a lot of morale boost from that win that, oh, that yeah. honestly could give them confidence to pull this off. And Denver ain't great, but it's at Denver. Totally different game than in a dome. Um, Jared Goff's a California boy. I don't. I don't think. I don't think he's gonna do too well in, in Mile High. I'm gonna go with the Broncos at home. Yeah, I mean they won their Super Bowl last week, so they're they're done for the season. They're good. They're happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think statistically, I was listening to Green Greeny in the morning on ESPN, and they were saying that Jared Goff is, I think, statistically the worst quarterback in the NFL, or at least bottom five. And that's shocking, <laughs> right? To, and he also. He also holds some record for the longest losing streak by a number one drafted quarterback in NFL history. <laughs> so, yes, just things are going he's got, great. He's a record holder. The guy's a record holder. I mean, he's in the record books, so that's great. Do you have I, any NFL records? I don't. I don't. I don't uh, Jared Goff I, does. Prior to last week, I had as many wins as Jared Goff. So, I mean, as from someone else coached by other than Sean McVay. So, anyway, with all that being said, Denver at home uh, it makes a big difference. I think that's that's the boost they need to be at home. Um, they'll be able to beat the Lions pretty all right. Yep. How about the Giants heading to LA to take on the Chargers? Man, I felt a little better about this pick prior to hearing about all this COVID stuff, man, with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. And geez, just sounds like everybody on the Chargers squad. Uh, you know, with that in mind, I, it was 1000% going to LA. You know, they look great last week. Um, I picked that upset special or not even upset special. It was more of a 50 50 game. But, uh, but man, yeah, if they're down those top two wide receivers, that hurts. The Giants can't be pesky, man. I know they're not fully healthy. I think Daniel Jones is still out. Uh, I don't. I don't think he's playing this week, so that that doesn't help them. So they're going to be garbage on offense. But 
yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers, but would have felt a lot better had they have all of their weapons present, but they still have too much talent top to bottom. Justin Herbert and then um, Austin Eckler. I mean, those are the two you, all you need, and they'll be fine. Yeah, you're looking at Mike Glennon or Jake Fromm, and I don't think you Oh, that's right. We talked about Jake Fromm. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, uh, Joe Judge is, quote, optimistic that Mike Glennon will play. So that, <laughs> that's, that's a great screenshot, sign. <laughs> screenshot that quote. I, I'm really hopeful that Mike Glennon can be our starting quarterback this week. <laughs> Mike Glennon's going to frame that and put it up that's in a, his yeah. wall. Just like, ah, that's right. Giants stoked about me playing. Uh, I get a good Chargers for that reason alone. I yes. think the COVID stuff is definitely a problem. Um, I think you could see some good fill-ins in, in Jalen Guyton and Joshua Palmer for the Chargers. Uh, if Keenan and Mike Williams are out, but again, Austin Eckler, Jared Cook is fine. Um, I just, I, I guess it'll just be a lower scoring game if yeah. those guys don't play for the Chargers. <laughs> I still don't see how Mike Glenn is going to win. I just don't. Now it was, <laughs> it was like a ten and a half point spread, and I had the Chargers as my one of my sportsbook picks. I'm not doing that again. All right, so right. now that now that Keenan is probably out and Mike Williams could be out, I'm not comfortable putting money on this game from a spread perspective, but. I do think the Chargers will win. Okay. Uh, just, you know, Mike Lennon's going to re- keep this recording as bulletin board material as well, since he's heard all that stuff you're, you're talking he's about. He's just, he's pretty much the same as Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he basically just listens to the analysts and gets fired up. It's pretty much the same. Especially guy. our analysis. So yes, he's a huge, well, we, are, we are quote unquote, the analysts. I mean, that's, that's us. That is us. Very true. Here was a tough game for me when I first saw it, but then I had to kind of go back, rethink of it with the, the Niners traveling to Cincinnati. It, it's an intriguing game on paper, but then, I started looking at injuries. Is that is that playing a factor for you? Yeah, it, it is. I agree with what you're saying. Like these are two teams that I that have been a little streaky and have some weapons that I really do I do like. Um, but yeah, I, I'm worried about the San Francisco backfield. If Debo yeah. doesn't play, it could be Jamichael Hasty. Even even last week without Debo in general, the offense just looks different. He adds such a different dynamic, and they have playmakers. They have playmaking receivers, but the fact they were putting him in the backfield, I think, changed the entire offense. It does, and so. Without him, and I don't think they're going to have him, I'm going to go with the Bengals at home. Uh, but these are two teams that will surprise you week to week. Yeah, man, I, I really wanted to pick the Niners, but I, I think you, you hit it on the head just with the backfield in question. And and Debo just makes such a huge impact. As you say, either coming out of the backfield, lining up with wide receiver. Man, I was just looking at his stats earlier today, and he already has 1,000 yards receiving, and that's with his last two games only getting two catches total. Yep. Yeah. So that's crazy, uh, the fact yeah. that they're just kind of – toss him around like that and and he can still make such an impact so without him without you know potentially elijah mitchell um i really wanted to pick san francisco and i knew you were going to pick cincinnati but i can't do it in good faith so i i had to go yeah. with cincinnati i like the niners man i really do when they're all healthy they're just not healthy yeah not healthy which is, seems to be the story of their life i mean it's been that way for years no kidding we got a great matchup here in this next one we got buffalo traveling to tampa to take on the buccaneers um some people would say this is a potential Super Bowl matchup. I mean, the Bills have been a little cold lately. So what do you think is going to happen here? Yeah. I mean, preseason, this probably was one of the the hottest take or hottest picks for a Super Bowl just because, you know, the Bills had a great season last year and had all this hype coming in. They got everyone coming back. But man, have they gone cold, uh, literally and figuratively, just since they play in Buffalo. But um, it's really disappointing to see. And I know you you might throw the Patriots game a little bit out the window just because of how crazy those, you know, conditions were. But at the same point, you knew what the Patriots were going to be doing and they still ran it down your throat for over 200 yards. And that, you know, that's inexcusable. Um, 
Tampa's going to be putting up points. You know that they're a much better offense than the Patriots. They're much just weapons everywhere. So that, that defense is going to get tested. And then the Tampa Bay also has the defense to back it up and they're playing at home. So I got to go Tampa. Yeah. The bills are a bit nipply, uh, nippy oh. and have not been playing well. <laughs> nice. I like lately. that. Uh, I'm in <laughs> right now. Yeah. I'm in whatever that store was. Yeah, What uh, was that store? It's more like a Neiman Marcus, I think, or Nordstrom probably, but anyway, they probably didn't um, have the, uh, the rights to a Macy's name. They didn't have any of those names. Um, so we've got the Buccaneers, Getting healthier, like we said, when Gronk's in the fold, it's a different team. It yep. gives them a third, a third weapon. Uh, too much firepower. I'm going to go Tampa at home. There we go. This one. Okay. Uh, next, we are heading to an NFC North matchup with the Chicago Bears, who seem to be owned by Green Bay. Uh, I guess he has. It's not, but Chicago Bears are not publicly owned like the Green Bay Packers. So I don't know how Aaron Rodgers can state that. Yeah, I'm not sure, and. Um... He's 22 and five, I think, against them. So maybe, <laughs> maybe that has something to do with it. Um, yeah, I was checking the forecast in this game, and I think it's supposed to be zero degrees during the game. Perfect. <laughs> Golly. Um, I don't. Hello. Who is that guy? He goes, I think a robot just got in Kemper's throat. Aaron Rodgers, I got that COVID toe in my, put in my <laughs> in your throat. Put in my throat. All right. Sorry about that. Um, I don't see how the Bears can pull this out. I mean, you got Aaron Rodgers coming off of a bye in Green Bay in December. He's talking trash, and normally you'd be like, "Did you read the article about that?" He's like, "Yeah, I said it." And he's like, "It's true." I yeah, mean, he's what are you backing do? it up. He says, "I don't regret like, it." Fine, like if they want to retaliate, okay, I guess that's part of the game. But like, dude, you can't deny the facts. Twenty-two and five, you know, yeah. like I'm owning. I own you. He's like, and he tried to he tried to deflect a little bit. He's like, I only said it to these fans who were flipping me off. You know, like, okay, well, whatever. Were you though? Either way, you said it. Either way, you said it. So. Yeah. Um, I expect the Bears to be fired up about that comment, but I just don't think there's anything they can do about it. No. So, sorry. He's your daddy. I'm going with the Packers. Yeah. Ooh. Do you know that you, that's a Pedro Martinez reference? You remember Pedro for the Red Sox? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's Pedro like, well, said, I guess the they Yankees are my daddy. daddy. <laughs> yeah. He, he just admitted it. Damn it. Sucked. Uh, the, the Chicago Bears can get fired up all they want. They're not going to beat Green Bay in Green Bay. Uh, I think on the flip side, you'll see Aaron Rodgers get just as fired up. He's going to back up his words and I know he's got his toe, but you know, he's been a little, little limited in practice, but I ain't going to stop him for a Sunday night game against a division rival against somebody you just said you owned. You're trying to get Matt Nagy fired. It's Packers. He is, he is as far as the mental game is concerned, he's the Michael Jordan of football. I mean, oh, he yeah. really is that guy who can get fired up over absolutely anything. Mm-hmm. He'll make it up if he has to, like he is, he is a, he's got a screw loose. Well, the best part is he's getting fired up over something he said. So he's like, well, right. it's my own stuff. So here we go. <laughs> Dude, yeah. And I expect that I fully expect the same thing. Any other quarterback had done that. I've been like, he's probably gonna have a tough game. And I'm like, no, Roger's probably gonna show up and put up 304. I mean, look out. Yeah. Um, great matchup Monday night. We got the Rams going to Arizona, take on the Cardinals. Divisional rivalry, a lot of playoff implications here, seeding and all that kind of stuff. Cardinals are 10 and 2 at home. Kyler's back. You got your boy Nuke back. What do you think? Yeah, this is a great matchup. Uh, obviously, Arizona won the first first round when they played early in the season. So uh, Rams are going going out for a little bit of revenge, traveling down to Arizona. Man, this is a, this is a tough one to pick. It's tough because the Rams have actually uh, prior to last week been struggling a little bit. You know, at their bye, they still lost coming out of the bye. So technically, they were on a three game losing streak. They obviously, won against the Jags because it's the Jags. Um, you're finally seeing Odell Beckham kind of getting more intertwined in the offense. Obviously he was kind of stepping in with that Robert Woods injury. Cooper cup is still your man. Uh, 
I haven't seen is Daryl Henderson active. I know he was emergency active last week, but I didn't see anything about him this week. Still nothing I've new seen, to report. Yeah, I've, I have seen questionability the, the last few times I've checked. Okay. I'll check while you're talking about this. But so. regardless, I mean, Sonny Michelle filled in admirably for him. He he has that potential if he can get that full-time role. So uh, I'm liking what I've seen with the Rams. They're starting to put it all together. They obviously traded for a lot of different pieces midway through the year, so they had to learn to play together. So I'm liking what I'm starting to see the Rams starting to pull it together. Cardinals, you know, they're getting healthy again. You know, as, as you mentioned, Kyler's coming back. Nuke's trying to get back healthy too, but he still hasn't been that full potential either. Um, you know, he had a touchdown last week, but he only had two receptions. So there's something off with Nuke. Uh, Kyler, you know, he's still not full 100%. So I am going with the upset here. I'm actually going with LA on the road because they, if they want to make a push for that top seed and in the division, this is the game they got to do it. So I'm, I'm going LA. Wow, going with the Rams on the road on this one. So obviously this game could go anyway. So I, I don't think that's a bad pick at all. And I'm sure you're trying to make up points here, thinking that I'm going to take the Cardinals. Make up points. Oh, don't tell me you picked the Rams. I did not pick the Rams because yeah. I hate the Rams. And that's I right. Hope no, I'd lose do that. By 40. Um, I'm taking the Cardinals at home. They are starting to get healthier again. Of course, Hopkins did not look right last week, but each game is going to look better. Uh, I do agree that the Rams are going to continue to gel better each game. So they're sort of different than health, but similar idea that as the season goes on and these team, these players start to play together more, they will start to gel better. Um, but the Arizona defense has been sneaky good. And so I like that. Um, Kyler looked awesome last week. Mm-hmm. There was a really cool article on ESPN about who's the best Texas quarterback of all time. Like high oh, school I did see that. I did see yeah. that. I, I ran through that slideshow yesterday. It was really pretty cool. Kyler's high school highlights are like hilarious. I mean, it is otherworldly. Is it like Derrick so, Henry high school highlights? Yes. It's very it's similarly impressive where you're just like, my God, what is this person doing out there? And yeah. this is like, you know, top of the country, Texas football. This is Texas the best football, of the best. man. Friday yeah, Night Lights. The guy went three straight years undefeated, three national, three state titles, like just unreal. And you see him out there. He's, he's so much faster and quicker than every player in the field. Anyway, he's he's still kind of that way in the NFL with the highest level of players. So I'm going to go Kyler at home. Okay. Cardinals really want this one, and I think they're going to get it done. I, hey, I'm not mad at you. I, I completely forgot about the uh, Rams hate, so duh. I knew you were going to pick yeah. the Cardinals. Jeez. Rams suck. They suck for life. Suck for life. All right, so we just made our picks and pick them picks, but did you put them into your Better Off app? Are you confident to put all those picks into the Better Off app? I, I'm not going to say I'm going to put all of them in there. No, I'm going to put all of my sportsbook picks are in the Better Off app at my account, Ktroll, and they're all labeled as FITC picks. So okay. check me out on there. Follow me. You'll see the same picks I'm about to give you here in a few minutes. But no, nah, I'm not I'm not quite confident enough. I don't want to hurt my averages. You know You're what right. I'm saying? It's all about the averages, which I love to see yeah. how people have the yeah. statistics on there. That's uh, right. But driven by deep data and analytics, BetterOff allows new bettors and seasoned pros alike to track their sports betting picks in a simple, fun, and profitable way. With up-to-date lines from some of the most popular sports books like FanDuel and DraftKings, it's never been easier to keep track of betting trends, popular picks, and your own personal stats, as we just mentioned, to provide a breakdown of what to bet, where to bet, and who to bet behind. Again, I'm trying to get my percentage up so people start betting on me. Available in both the IO. Bet behind you, man. Available in both the iOS and the Google Play Store. Download the Better Off app and be a better better today. That's B E T T O R O F F. You thought you gonna bet on me yet, man? Are we there yet? 
Am I going to bet on you? Am I going to yeah, like man. follow your bets and my copy picks. them? Yeah, man. No, no. You assign crazy confidence points. I to love your confidence picks. points. You're like, oh yeah, four confidence points that the Jets will beat the Saints. I'm like, <laughs> uh, slow your roll there, pal. You're crazy. Shoot. You're you're a wild wild card. I'm a wild man. Wild card. Wild card. Shooting but, from the hip. But speaking of wild card, are you ready for some Christmas vacation? <laughs> yes bring it on let's go all right man so i have like i have a pool of seven questions because i know you get mad at me saying they're too hard or i do production questions well i don't do production <laughs> yeah. questions so suck one i don't know who the key grip is okay i don't know who that is from <laughs> I need the assistant from the to mr yeah. uh, chevy chase that's right all right so i'll I know you're going to know this one, but I'll start you off easy. Just get you warmed up. So then maybe I'll throw in some harder ones. But okay, you ready to go? Let's see. What is the bonus that Clark receives from work late on Christmas Eve? It is a surprise to his surprise and everyone wondering, is it bigger than you thought it would be? Is it is it smaller? Is it smaller? Uh, it's, it's a one year subscription to the Jelly of the Month Club. Hey, it's the gift that keeps on giving, man. It's the gift, it's the gift that keeps, keeps on giving, giving. Clark. That's so right. You are correct. It is jelly of the month, not what he was expecting. That's what he was expecting. It was later corrected, thankfully. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, we'll just keep that rolling. Same trend. What did Clark want to buy if he got a large Christmas bonus? If this bonus comes out like I think it will be. I'm putting in a new pool. A new pool. And he already put in a down payment. Uh-oh. And now payment. If there's anything left over, I'm going to fly you all out here. <laughs> yes, he was going. I can't a... swim, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Edward. You just fill that pool with jelly. It'll be fine. That's right. That's right. True. Okay. So I'll start you off easy. Just getting your, getting your toes wet. And that's I will say, pool. like, what's that little mechanism he's got in his office? It's got the little diving. He's got a little pool. Like a, it's like a little, um, uh, like a little, it's a small like plastic pool. He's got a little diving board he can flick up and down on it. Though. That's kind of neat. That's a neat little neat. toy. Hmm. Okay, yeah, I guess like I'm a model, that. a model pool. I know what I'm getting you for uh, Secret Santa. So there we go. Give me a model pool. All right, what is uh, what is Eddie's dog's name? Snots. Snots. Come on. <laughs> Right. Yes, yeah. it is nuts. I wouldn't get too a, close. We don't know if uh, to confirm fungus. Don't let him kiss you. <laughs> that's Rocky. You're talking about Rocky. That's oh, that was Rocky. Lip right, fungi ain't been identified yet. Uh, yeah, so yes. Um, Snots is, is uh, always nosing through the trash. Yeah. <laughs> food. Um, that's a back to like the lines that we say all the time is always just like, you know, run the living room, get yourself, run the kitchen, get yourself something to eat. Snots or he's, oh, he's all right. He's just, he's yakking on a bone or. <laughs> You know, when he starts like yakking underneath yeah, the, the, uh, the table. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of snot, good snots lines. Nice. I like it. All right. So Eddie's daughter's eyes used to be crossed. <laughs> One, how did they become crossed? And two, how did they get uncrossed? Okay. So she fell in a well and she got kicked by a mule. I'm trying to think of the order. I think she fell in a well. Eyes go crossed. Kicked by a mule. Back to normal. I don't know. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I'm going to go with that. They became crossed when she fell down the well and then uncrossed, <laughs> kicked by a mule. You nailed it. Correct, sir. Yeah. Wow, yeah. man, you are crushing this. You are four for four. I might have to give you a couple more. Um, all right. All right. When Clark and Cousin Eddie are in the living room drinking eggnog, what animal are the glasses shaped as? That's a moose. Those are moose uh, glasses. Yeah, those sell. A- you can buy those online. They're... Um... 
I've been very, I've put those in the cart several times and I thought, <laughs> not do I really want to purchase. spend like $50 on, a, on a two moose glasses? <laughs> well, I, I think it's fun. It's a nice throwback to the original vacation, you know, going it to the world. Yeah, that's true. It's, it is, um, and it's festive, you know, because you got the eggnog there. It is festive. All right, man. I mean, you nailed all five of five. I've got two more, but I, I'm going to do them because you, you seemed way too, way too easy. Okay. Uh, when they ask old Aunt Bethany to say grace before dinner, what does she say instead of a blessing? Uh, she does the Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge of allegiance. <laughs> so, yeah. She does a lot of stuff. Grace, she passed away 30 years ago. <laughs> and uh, so she got that. And then... um. She said she won't do it, and then the blessing. The blessing. Uh, yes. Uncle Lewis. Yeah. So yes, I was looking for pledge of allegiance. Well done. Well done. And then finally, the hallmark to the entire movie: how many lights are on the house? I think it is ten thousand. I think it's ten thousand twinkle lights. That could be wrong though. Going ten thousand. Yeah, I don't know. It might be 20. I forget how many it is. Got you, Fokker. It's 25,000. 25,000. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Should have started with that one. Should have started with that. Well, then he would have been super pissed. Like, you're starting with that? That's the easy one? 25,000 twinkle. Little lights aren't twinkling. No, lights aren't twinkling, Clark. So, yes, man. Wow. You crushed that. Clearly, uh, 25 years of watching that movie every Christmas. That'll do it for I you. I mean, there are, there are just so many moments in there that we – that we quote for various reasons. We hey. got, got a little knot there, Russ. Um, I mean, <laughs> shitter's full. I mean, like any number of things. <laughs> any number of things. Well done. Why is the carpet all wet, Todd? I don't know, Margo. Because <laughs> was it the icicle when it's in the yeah. gutter and he breaks the gutter and smashes through their window? Shatters through their window and hits their like, entertainment. Their stereo. Their stereo system or whatever. Yes. Well, great, man. You got six out of seven. The two were bonus, so those technically aren't even official. So you got the perfect five out of five and then one or two Boom. on the bonus questions. So, Boom. Man, great movie. Got... If, if for any random reason you have not seen that movie, folks, you absolutely have to watch National watch Lampoon's Christmas, Christmas Vacation. Vacation. Instant classic. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Exceptionally quotable. Great movie. Yes, sir. Well, what do you say, man? Now we got to move on to some uh, some daily fantasy. Talk about our new lineups. Okay. All right. Giddy up. Let's go. Do you want to start? Do I want to start? Um, you sure. Got some sneaky plays in there. You're trying to. I do have some sneaky with. plays, but I'll go right ahead. I'm going for it. Okay. All right. Starting off at quarterback, COVID toe and all, going with Aaron Rodgers at 7,200. I mean, again, talks about him going against the Bears. He's going to want to stick it to him, show he him why him. he owns him. That's going right. With, going with A Raj. Okay. And then uh, next running back, or first running back on the list is uh, Josh Jacobs for the Las Vegas Raiders. You know, with Kenyon Drake out, he is clearly not sharing anything in that backfield. Uh, he caught more balls than he's ever caught before last week, so I'm hoping he can keep that up. He was for a cool 6,200 against the, the Chiefs. So yeah, that's Josh a good Jacobs. play. That's a good play. Uh, my second running back, riding with him again, the wrong Jay Williams of the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> Sticking with him. Hopefully he can do something this week. Uh, Jamal. Jamal, not Javante. Damn it. But yes, I'm going with Jamal because he's playing the Broncos and he's just going to show him why it should be this Jay Williams. Uh, so he was for 5,500. Uh, again, with DeAndre Swift out, I figure he and hopefully can do something against the Broncos. Okay. All right. For my wide receivers, went for a little, little budget here. Coming fresh off the IR because they need him. 
Julio Jones going off Julio. against <laughs> Julio Jones going against those Jags. They need a yeah, man. They, I love let's, it. Let's jumpstart that offense. He was for 5,400 yeah. since he's been doing Jack squat. Um, so yeah, had to go with Julio going off another kind of budget pick starting to come into his own on that Rams offense. Odell Beckham jr. Going on Monday night. He was for 5,300. So I figured, you know what? Worth the gamble. Could be. They, uh, I mean, he's, he's pretty likely to get a touchdown. In any that's what I'm saying. Game. He's I got like they're trying to force him in the in the red zone at least. So I mean, that's kind of his floor, I think, at this point. Right. So he got that one yarder on the goal line last week, and then the week before he had that 54 yarder. So hoping that 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 trend continues. And then my other wide receiver matching him up with one Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. Whoa. I figured let's double down on the Packers and A-Rod sticking it to the Bears, so I went with it. I went for it, man. $8,600. Nice. That was my my big money spend. I couldn't. I was trying to figure out a way I could say that to the end, but I couldn't. Uh, oh, crap. I clicked the wrong person for that. Shoot. Anyway, tight end. I got Jared Cook of those chargers jared goff Goff, because i figured you know who else i gotta throw it to if those two top guys are out he was for 3200 going against the giants um and for my flex for some reason i have here no that was right i have one chuba hubbard going off against those mighty falcons Uh, i got him for 5900 dollars. figure you know mccaff is out if cam newton struggles have chuba run it Chuba's going to get all the run. That's a good play, and that's a cheap price for a starting running back. That's what I figure as well, going against one of the worst run defenses in the league. So, and then finally, my defense, uh, I went with the vaunted Browns defense going against the Ravens. Get four more picks, man, for 2700 Nice. Okay, I like that too. Good picks in there. There's some good there's some good value picks in there. Um, I will say randomly, and I had to look this up because I almost didn't believe it, but apparently Amir Abdullah has been getting a lot of passing game work in Carolina. Oh, so, God. Which I was shocked that he was even still in the league. Yeah, how is he still there? Former Lion great. Around. Former Lion great, as Kyle would say. One of the best running backs ever. Amir Abdullah. Amir. All right, so um, we only have one the same this week, which is good. Can I guess which one? I'm sure you can guess which one. Because you probably I, saw my face I, as I soon as you said it. Is it your QB? My QB. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers owns the Bears, yeah. and he's going to own... He's going to own our daily fantasy lineups as well. I have the exact same mentality you did, which is like, he's going to back it up. And yeah. so he's going to go off, you know, like I almost like, as soon as I heard that, I was like, uh, yep. Put yep, him in. He's in. <laughs> he's going to go off. So yeah, I got Aaron Rodgers this week, 7,200. Um, I had to mix up my running backs a little bit, kind of last minute here because that Dalvin cook news. Honestly, I had Madison oh, in there. Okay. I was going to play him. He was still um, expensive though, man. He was, he was in the high seven, 7,800. Yeah. He was 7,800. And I thought I would pivot to Dalvin if Dalvin played. Problem is, I don't trust Dalvin for a whole game, so yeah. I had to kind of blow up the whole thing. Oof. So I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go with Devonte uh, Javante Williams. I Denver. was so torn between once again the Jay Wills. I Jay was Wills. Torn. So just like we did last week, I'm taking Javante. You take Jamal. Damn it! And now I feel um, worse. I got Denver. He's 5900. And then I'm gonna pair with him, AJ Dillon for Green Bay. If I almost went AJ. Well. I almost yeah. went AJ. Aaron Jones is back, but AJ's getting a lot of run and. Yeah. Um, I think he could catch some passes from Rodgers. He gets some goal line work. We'll see. It's a bit of a dart throw and it's an expensive one, but I think it'll play. I think it'll pay off wide receivers. I'm going, I'm sticking with my man, Deontay Johnson, Pittsburgh at Minnesota tonight, 7,100. That Minnesota secondary is awful. Totally worth it. Um, He's gone up and he's been so money. Um, I'm going with another hot hand T Higgins. Okay. The Niners coming to town against the um, Bengals. 
T. Higgins is on a tear these last two weeks. Yes, he I'm is. hoping that it's a hot hand keeps going, 6,400. And then I'm rounding out the wide receivers. Same strategy you had with Jared Cook. I'm taking Jalen Guyton for the Chargers. He was 3,400. Oh, wow. Super, super cheap oh, as a receiver. I'm worried about your flex now. Here comes Cooper. I, don't, I haven't um, done the so math. Yeah. These other guys were all like expensive enough that I don't think you have to worry about that. But at tight end, you do have to worry about Travis Kelsey. Oh, damn. 7,400. <laughs> Let's go. Damn. There Let's go. Drop right, a hammer. Well, Cooper, Cooper's out, so that's fine. But yeah. tra- Cooper T. Kelsey. Yikes. Cooper Cup is out. But Travis Kelsey taking on the Raiders that he destroyed the last time they played. Yes. He's, I'm sure he's owned them his whole career 7400 let's go and then at flex um this is another kind of a money saver sort of spot i'm taking kj osborne on the opposite side of that pittsburgh minnesota game tonight he's going to fill in for adam thielen while he's out and while he's been out previous games osborne has been really serviceable really pretty good anytime anyone says adam thielen's name i always just think of the ladies man on saturday night live yeah that is correct i don't know why just the the thielen the sweet thing (laughs) Do you think it should be should be ceiling? Like he's talking about the ceiling, but he says the ceiling. I don't know. Okay. Uh, another great movie, by the way. <laughs> yes, ladies, man, there was a great skit on SNL, but they made a movie about it, and it's hilarious. Uh, pretty epic. Let me buy you a fish sandwich. Hey, sweet thing. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, and then he's forty one hundred, so very cheap for KJ Osborne. I think he's a really good value play this week. And then uh, defense. I'm going with the Lions. Yes. Let's go. One pride. <laughs> yes. The Lions at Denver and what oh, I think will be a mega under. Slog fest. Those Lions are they're they're passionate now. They're fired yeah. up. Defense is going to come out and play. But you got the Lions defense going against your boy Javante. What's happening, man? Your your kids are guess, you have to choose a kid now. I guess one of them is going to have to to lose out to the other. But maybe Javante will catch like eight balls and he'll get me like and just not 25 score PPR points. Yeah, 25 PPR points in a touchdown. Yeah. We'll see. All That's right. That's my crew. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, it, it's an interesting week. So again, I've mentioned this before. Another running back I had in mind and I was going to pair him with Alexander Madison was going to be Jermichael Hasty. And because Hasty's like $4,000 this week, if Elijah Mitchell doesn't go and if Jeff Wilson's still banged up or even if Jeff Wilson plays with his, his knee flare up, I think a lot. I think um, Jamichael Hasty is a really solid four thousand dollar play that can save you money elsewhere. Well, I actually picked him up in our league just because I'm. I need to make some moves just to be safe. I need the win, so I, I'm, I'm as you said throwing darts and hopefully I picked him up in the case that news comes out that he might be the guy and he might sneak into my flex. So I, I picked him up for that reason. If he's the guy, you can run on Cincinnati. I mean, I think that's a really good play in your flex. And I saw you got Jalen Guyton as well. Which again, if Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are both gone. I think Jalen Guyton's a great flex play. Yeah. You've got Marvin Jones in there otherwise, who has been, been so up and down this year. Lately. He's been doing nothing lately. I would not trust him at all. I'd play either one of those guys if they have a starting opportunity. Yeah, so I'll be watching those uh, updates. Boom. All right, let me give you some sportsbook picks. And uh, again, these are all posted in my Better Off account. K-Troll is my name on there. So I like Arizona minus two over the Rams. So it's basically a pick them anyway. Yep. And I got, the, I got the Cardinals winning this game. So I'm going to give them two points, and I think they'll still take care of business. I got Carolina minus two and a half over Atlanta. A little nervous about this one because they could legit lose the game. But again, if they're going to win, I think they'll they'll win. You know, interesting under under three. I'm kind of going for it. I was going to say interesting picking a turd fest game. But yeah, hey, I get it. Yep, it is a turd fest. Um, I mentioned this earlier, but I've got the under for the Denver Detroit game. It's at forty. <laughs> it's at forty two. I'm not sure right. where those points are supposed to come from, but <laughs> I'm not seeing it. Um, 
And then I got a parlay for us. We've got Tampa over Buffalo, which may be a dangerous pick, but I got a, I have a lot of faith in Tampa. We got Seattle over Houston, Denver over Detroit. That's a plus 157 on the better off when I entered the parlay in there uh, when you throw all those together. So I'll take that and more than double your money. I like it, man. I need to get back on the horse with my parlays, man. I think I've lost like three or four in a row just because thinking like the Lions or your Titans losing to the Texans. So I I need a win, man. I need a win. Is is Jonah still in prison or witness protection or we're not supposed to know? He's off the grid. Uh, yeah, he is just completely off the know. grid. So we'll 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 see if we can track him down. That checks out. Okay, so we need to do it, Matt. Do it. Do it. Do it. For the week, and I've got an idea. It's another stupid idea. What do you think? <laughs> I love stupid ideas. It's no stupider right. than our amazing kicker defense. The kicker defense, it's very much could be stupider than that. Coaches. What do you think about head coaches? Oh, it has to be head. I was hoping for special teams or offensive line coaches. You can throw in a wide receiver coach if you want to. Yes. Um, here's the idea. We're going to pick two. Obviously, if they win the game, if if my two win and one of yours doesn't, then I win. Right. But assuming we can both pick two winning coaches, the tiebreaker <laughs> will be the uh, point differential, how much they win by. Second tiebreaker, if those are somehow identical, will be most points scored. What do you think? I like it. Okay, I'm going to flip this coin. Stick with Lincoln because you know he's been hooking me up. I'm going heads. Give me the- oh, it's tails again! What the hell? Go back oh to the gosh. dime. This is crap. No way. This is clutch. This is clutch garbage. city. Give me, had- Matt. I thought we were going to use my new spinning wheel. I do like your spinning wheel. You didn't <laughs> have it ready to go. Uh, uh, Gimmel. Gimmel. Gimmel I will take Aaron Rodgers. Damn it! Noah! Because he's the coach anyway. Let's be real. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is the coach. Yeah. Damn. Give me Matt LaFleur, head coach, yeah. Green Bay Packers. Gross. This is just all right. Well, give me Andy Reid. It's a good call. Oh, I got two call. now. I got you Andy Reid. And you know what? Give me Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel, tighten up. Give me Let's Mike. Let's go. Andy and Mike. What a combo. Let's go. Mike played. No, he didn't play for Andy. Did he play for Andy? No. Uh, Mike was a, he was a Patriot. I know, but they traded him to the Chiefs with Matt Castle. But I can't remember if really? Andy was there yet. Also looked uh, that up. Stat boy. Stat boy, check it out. I think Andy came when uh when Alex Smith was quarterback. But anyway. Anyway. All right. So I'm torn on this last one, but I think I'm gonna go with this sounds ridiculous coming out of my mouth, but they're playing Houston. So I'm gonna go with Pete Carroll. <laughs> it's so funny because Houston. I was looking, I was like, I I'm, I'm tempted to pick Seattle, but I don't want to say Pete Carroll. <laughs> Right, because he's been so bad this year as a coach in general, and their yeah. team has been not good. And, and I just don't like Pete Carroll. So he's like, you know, he's got to be on his way out and all this kind of stuff, right? But so like, just but just for the sake of this game, I mean, I think Seattle is gonna just roll on Houston. That's so. what I was thinking too, but man, I just did not want to say Pete Carroll. But okay, I'm good with it. I'm gonna take Petey. Let's go. All right. So I say, I say, Matt Lafleur and Pete <laughs> Carroll both win their game, and if they don't, or if they do, and we tie. <laughs> yeah have a greater point differential or more points scored than Andy Reid and Mike Vrabel. Do it. Do it. Um, well, I think Mike Vrabel and Andy Reid will win more games combined and or have a bigger point differential, yada, yada, yada. You skipped over the best part. No, I mentioned the bisque. Uh, Mike Vrabel and Andy Reid, do it, do it, do it. Do oh, wait, it, I didn't even say it. your guys. Uh, over Pete Carroll and um, Matt LaFleur, do it, do it. Do it. Matt LaFleur, former Titans OC. Yes. Almost got the job. Almost got the job Mike Vrabel got. 
and they hired Vrabel instead and still got LaFleur to be OC, which was genius. I mean, that was a, that was a pretty genius. Good move. Yep. All right, man. Wow. So great Christmas episode starting us off right this month, even though we already did a couple, but Hey, I like where we're going. Let's keep it rolling. And as always keep on folding that cheese. I got to get cured off that wild Turkey. Fold it. Is this annoying?